Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Breaking down the Allen Robinson trade next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Heath Cummings, and we're going to talk some dynasty tight end, buy, sell, or hold. But first, let's talk about the, I don't know if it counts as big news anymore, but Allen Robinson was traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers on Tuesday afternoon. I, I think the the fact that the Rams moved up 17 spots in the seventh round to give up Allen Robinson probably tells you what teams are expecting from Allen Robinson at this point. Heath, I'm going to guess you don't think this has much impact on the Steelers offense. This I um, have already moved Allen Robinson into my Steelers projections. Mm-hmm. It did not change the projections for Deontay Johnson or George Pickens. I think Allen Robinson is a number three wide receiver in the NFL at best at this point in his career. He has been over the last two seasons um, extremely bad at both <laughs> earning targets and turning targets into yards and fantasy points. And one of the things I think we've seen over the last four or five years is that for the most part, when you get a wide receiver approaching 30 that looks like he's cooked, you should just believe that he's cooked. And like you you said, they moved up 17 spots. They also paid two-thirds of his salary to yes. send him away. So they basically got $5 million of salary relief and moved up half a round in the seventh round. Yeah, and the the Steelers, I think, are in a spot where they could basically cut Allen Robinson in training camp if he doesn't look good, and it would cost them nothing on the cap. So it's also just a very, very cheap flyer here. But, you know, it's probably better than whichever number three wide receiver the Steelers had on their roster. They didn't really throw to their number number three wide receivers last year. This is an offense that I kind of think I'm just going to avoid, and... If anything, this makes me a little more likely to avoid them, but I, I don't really think it changes much anyway. Yeah, I well, I think it depends on whether you expect Kenny Pickett to get better. Yeah. Um, as a second-year quarterback, I would expect some improvement. I'd expect some improvement from George Pickens. I'm not sure that Pickens can ever earn targets like he's going to need to to be as good as he's supposed to be in the NFL. But I, I've got quite a bit of hope for a bounce back from Deontay Johnson. I think he'll be a top 30 wide receiver. I like Pat Fryermuth as a top 10 tight end. That's about the only parts of the offense I want. Let's move on to some of the tight ends that we're talking about for from a dynasty perspective. And we'll start with Pat Fryermuth. Buy, sell, or hold Pat Fryermuth right now? 100% buying. I thought he took a big step forward in his second year. It was kind of hidden by the fact that his touchdown luck was just as bad in year two as it was good in year one. But I think that will probably all balance out. He, like, we always talk about how if you want to break out tight end, search for someone who can be first or second on his team and targets. He was second on his target team and targets last year, despite the fact that he played fewer games than George Pickens. I think Pickens takes a step forward, but I still think there's a pretty good chance Fryermuth's number two on this team and targets, especially in the red zone. Big time bounce back from him in the touchdown department this year. And you've got Fryermuth as your number six tight end in Dynasty right now. Number four is TJ Hawkinson. How are you viewing him as far as the the stock or buy, sell, or hold here? 
I am probably hold. Um, I think there's probably more people who are excited about Hawkinson than I am. But number four tight end, he's going to be someone who I would expect over the next five years finishes pretty consistently in that tight end three to tight end eight range. I'd be really surprised if he has one of those top one or two real difference maker seasons. But I do think that there's some value in having a guy that's an above average starter. And I, I would expect he'll be that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing is that like there are difference makers, Travis Kelsey and, and Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, obviously is going to be 34 uh, in October, I believe. So there are real concerns about how to value him for dynasty. Then you got Mark Andrews, definite difference maker. He's 27 years old. Kyle Pitts, we think will develop into a difference maker, but right now, right. I mean, we'd take being an average starter in 2023 from Kyle Pitts. I mean, how many true difference makers are there at the tight end position when you're thinking about dynasty? And do you think this rookie class, this is considered to be a very, very good rookie class for tight ends. Do you think that might change the picture at all? I think it might change the picture, but if it's like most rookie classes, it's not going to change the picture for two or three years from now. And so yeah. I'm mostly just avoiding those guys. Like if one happens to fall into the late second round, I'd be pretty interested, but I'm not going to use a rookie pick of my top 18 on one of the rookie tight ends. They just take too long to, to mean anything. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and five talking about our, our dynasty tight end look at uh, outlooks. We'll be back tomorrow to talk AFC West draft needs. We'll talk NFC West draft needs after that. And we got the NFL draft next week, so we'll have a bunch more coverage for you then. We'll see you then. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.